Hi guys, this is Ravina. And this is Richta, and this is the newest episode of our podcast. All talk, no action. Yeah, let's go. Okay, wait, I just want to share my little Starbucks experience. So, um, I got a matcha from the Starbucks drive-thru. And right when I ordered it, I looked over to Ravina and I was like, you know what, I should get myself a venti more often. Like, I've never gotten myself a venti. And Ravina was like, yeah, like, treat ourselves, you know? So I was like, next time I'm going to get myself a venti of whatever drink I normally order. And then, as I pull up to the register, what do I see? I see a venti waiting for me. <laughs> so that lady definitely misheard me and thought I asked for a venti. So I got a venti matcha with oat milk. And I also paid, like, venti money for it, which I was not really prepared for. But, you know, I just thought, <laughs> I thought that was nice. And right before you paid, she was like, alright, that'll be like 6.30. And you're like, $6? That's, that's a little weird. expensive. And then she pulled out this beast <laughs> of a drink. But I'm really enjoying it. No, that sounds great. I manifested it for myself. And I have been as... taking several gulps of it. Yeah. So I'm basically still drinking a tall. <laughs> hey, I don't take that much. All she does. Okay, stop. Well, <laughs> from Starbucks, I got the the blonde vanilla latte, but they were out of oat milk, so I had to I had to downgrade to coconut milk, which is a shame, but I thought it was disgusting. Like I took it a was sip like fine. and I went through all seven stages of grief after. I was like, this you is were not what my spoiled, coffee tastes like. You were just a spoiled little brat. Oat you? milk or nothing. Oat milk or no milk. Anyways. All right. Yeah. So the topic of this episode today, we thought, what would any teen podcast be without us talking about one of the most pivotal parts of the teen experience? And that is, we'll give you three seconds to guess. One. Two, three. Did you guess yet? Relation. Oh, did you guess yet? I kind of gave it away. Relationships. So basically, um, we get asked relationship advice questions all the time Mm -hmm. by our friends, family members, teachers. Even it's a little inappropriate, and it's just because we come off as very qualified individuals to speak on the issue. So we decided to just film a podcast about this. (laughs) Yep, and actually. Since we have such, like, a large fan base now, we figured that you guys could benefit from our experience and our wise words. Mm-hmm. Coming from lots and lots of experience. And just to, just to add some ethos to this, to this <laughs> podcast, we have brought together an approximate of um, 20 couples, and we have <laughs> solved about 14 breakups. Four. Are we telling me put them back together? We just solved them. We solved it. We solved them. Yeah, yeah. The ones that should have stayed apart stayed, stayed even apart. further apart after we got through, and the ones that should have never broken up in the first place, we brought are now them together. Back together. So we feel very qualified to do this episode yes. right now. So first, we're going to talk about teen relationships in general. So um, I'll just I'll just share like what my idea of a teen relationship is. Um, a, rela- a relationship between teenagers is the first definition and the second one is is a relationship where it's just kind of no long-term strings attached in that they don't typically go anywhere (laughs) yeah i think there's i've noticed very two different types of teen relationships which i honestly you could say this for like adult relationships too but i think no (laughs) but i think it's more like i don't know i think it's it's more prevalent in like high school you have, like, the really super serious relationships where they act literally married, and you're like, damn, like, <laughs> they've been okay, guys. going at this for a while. And then you have just the casual, like, 
few month long relationships where you can tell long days day long hours you can tell that they aren't gonna aren't seeing this as like a serious serious relationship at least even if you hopefully both people in the relationship agree on what type of relationship it is because that often results in some issues as we have seen in our plethora of couples that we i remember that one teacher oh yeah the one that sucked affair oh that was terrible yeah sorry we can't client patient client doc confidentiality confidentiality yeah true but um so when i was going in high school i thought relationships in high school were just like an essential norm like you know how going to prom is like one thing like Mm -hmm. for me taking ap classes was like another thing but relationship was definitely up there and i thought like if i don't have a relation a relationship in high school like i haven't really had the public high school experience and you know as the years ticked by and i found myself alone and alone i was like damn like am i really missing out something on something in my life and for a while i really thought i was mm-hmm. do you have anything yeah to add? i can say pr- oh like very similar experience um as i went into high school you know how you have all these expectations like it's the end of eighth grade it's the end of eighth grade and you're like this is what <laughs> high school's gonna grade. be like <laughs> It's over. <laughs> we in the real world now. <laughs> I was say. But playtime's done. I, <laughs> but I definitely like for sure thought I was gonna be in a relationship by like sophomore year, and I thought this was. A- I gave myself the same sophomore year deadline, which was <laughs> and just I so thought, unrealistic. And I thought this was like a for sure like part of high school I that I was going to if experience. If you just even just go through the motions in high school, you'll end up with, like, two or three relationships at least. I know? thought it would just come naturally as a high schooler. Like, and then as I obviously passed sophomore <laughs> year and continued <laughs> passing junior year, I was like, something's, something's not right here. So that's, yeah, I can say we both have found ourselves in quite that situation. Unexperienced. And... Well, that's not to say I haven't had any relationships. I have, but I will not be talking about past relationships. I'm just sharing my, like, idea of them as a whole. So I think right now I can confidently say I know plenty of people in very type one relationships, which means they're both in it for the long run, you know, like, Mm -hmm. they're both very committed to each other. And I think it's really interesting to observe that as someone who is 100% not interested in being in a relationship, like... Right now, I can confidently say that I am not in a place where I would like to commit so much time mm-hmm. to someone else. But it's interesting to see how other people my age feel so differently. Yeah. And I think it's really... It's interesting to kind of see it from, obviously, your point of view as, like, an outside observer who is single. And also kind of imagine how it is, like, from their view, trying to balance this person that they're in a relationship with and versus their friends because it's easy for us as someone's friends to be like oh why isn't this person spending more time with us and like only with this person Mm -hmm. but you kind of have to understand that like people have different priorities and you only really understand that once you're in that position and yeah it's kind of it's it's really interesting to see different types of people we know be in different types of relationships Mm -hmm. And even people you wouldn't really expect to be in these kind of long-term relationships or act a certain way, you they end They're up doing it. Yeah, and like good for them. It changes people. <laughs> Damn. But like, I just know that I I love being single. Like, I love just being able to prioritize myself first, put my friends above 
any significant other. Like, I mm-hmm. love spending time with my friends. I love spending time with myself. Like, and I feel like at least type one relationships would seriously cripple that ability. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> but also, yeah, so I think it's, like, completely okay to be, like, alone in high school. Like, for all four years even. Like, I don't think relationships... We're getting into the real content now. I don't think relationships are even a a significant, like, mm. goal. Like, it should stop being... It should stop being glamorized. Be glamorized. Like, yeah. the right grammar for that. <laughs> it no, shouldn't be glamorized. Sorry. And it shouldn't be seen as, like, a requirement in high school. Because I remember there's so many times... Because I've never really had um, any legitimate <laughs> relationship experience. But... Um, I remember so many times I would be talking to my friend and they're like, wait, like, so you've never like done like this or you, you have never, you never even been in like an official relationship or anything. I'd be like, no, no, but yeah. And what about it? (laughs) Yeah. What are you saying? What are you saying about me? But like, (laughs) but I don't, sorry, someone, someone biked. Someone sledded. We're in a, oh, true. We're on a glacier right now. Yeah, we are. Little change of scenery. Like on the top. Um, oh no, she fell in the ocean. Oh god, poor no. girl. There's another one. Will she follow the same fate? Let's see. She okay. Oh good. She, Moving on. She made it. <laughs> but there's just—I don't think there's there's anything bad about not being in a relationship. And also, honestly, I don't think there's anything. I, I'm not gonna say there's nothing good about being in a relationship. That's not. <laughs> that's not what I mean. But I'm saying that shouldn't add to your like value as a person because i think it's just it's just a thing that happens and it depends on circumstance yeah and it has nothing to do with with who you are as a person but more just like the situation of like Uh who's around you and who you get to talk to especially in high school you could be a a great attractive person look at us no you can't but just by the sound of our voices you know yeah and you could just not we're limited to like this high school of like three thousand people four thousand people it's like three thousand now Oh, damn, COVID really took a thousand of us out. <laughs> but, and, I, and I guess, to be honest, about half of them are underclassmen, which we should not be touching. <laughs> if the grades don't touch, neither, neither do, do you. <laughs> that is a general golden rule for high school mm-hmm. relationships. Please keep, abide keep by that. that. But, yeah, it's all dependent on the people around you and even your kind of desire to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because... A, like contrary to my belief it is effort to be like be in a relationship relationship. not even sustain but like to start being in a relationship like it doesn't just come naturally unless people are like begging to like be that's not happening to us (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you obviously have to go out of your way for a person Mm -hmm. and i feel like in high school i sound like such a parent right now but you should have other priorities and i'm not even talking about like grades like I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. take care of your grades. But high school is more about just developing yourself as yeah. a person. And if you're constantly pining after someone else's attention or mm-hmm. giving a part of yourself to another person, you lose that time to focus on yourself and develop as your own person. Because, like, think about it. Like, the years 14 through 18 are such crucial times for you to just explore who yeah. you are. And like, if you're just limited by, like, one person for all four of those years, I'm not saying you can't grow together, but you're always in association with another person. Yeah. I feel like it will cause, I don't want to say an an identity crisis, I'm sure it won't, but like, I feel like it might cripple one's ability to really just know who they are by the time they're actually an adult and like, Mm -hmm. want to be in like a serious relationship. Yeah, I think like, the four years of high school, if 
if we as seniors look back on freshman year, there's so, so many changes that we've both gone through and pretty much any anyone you ask that's been all through high school. And I think if you're, if for a majority of this high school time period, even if it's just like the majority of one school year, if you're with this one person, like, I feel like growing as a person is all about meeting new people and understanding what you're like alone. I think that's a really big thing that at least I've learned is to mm -hmm. be able to be alone with myself and understand really who I am. And I think if you're always with someone, I don't, I'm not saying this in a bad way, like, it's obviously good that you have this connection you're with another person. You're obviously, if you're constantly emotionally dependent on yeah. someone. And if you're, if this person is just, like, your go-to for, like, I don't know, instead of meeting new people or, like, hanging out with your friends, if you're always with this one person, I, I think that can kind of hinder your growth a little bit, especially in these years of your life. And it's not a bad thing to be hanging out with this one person all the time, like, if that's if you really genuinely love spending time with this person, I think that's a great thing. But I think it's just important to keep other things in mind, that's too. That's very true. And also, like, if I look back, my 14-year-old self nor my 15-year-old self needed... Nor my 16-year-old <laughs> self needed to be in, like, a... Nor my 17-year-old <laughs> self needed to be in a relationship, you know? Like, I think I really have used the last few years of high school to just reflect on myself and become the person I want to be and I don't think I would have achieved the same crippling lows or highs yep. if I was I don't want to say tied down but if I had just someone attached mm -hmm. to me at all times because I think the times in my life that I really did want a relationship and I really desired this type of connection was when I was like missing something else in my yeah, life yeah exactly and I either it was just like a mental thing or just like my relationships with other people around me like as in friends i just those oh, damn. <laughs> no, that's not what i mean <laughs> but like looking back i those are times were probably like the worst times that i could have been in a relationship yeah like, exactly i'm gl so glad i wasn't because i was just not ready at those times and i think if I was, I wouldn't have worked through those issues and gone to where I am today. By yourself. Yeah, because those are types of things that I feel like I needed to work on alone and learn how to deal with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Like, I think... Um, they don't make sounds on the bench. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My matcha drink is hidden the bench a few many times. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I've noticed a general trend in, like... At least people I know who are, like, wanting to be in a relationship, I feel like a lot of times it's because they feel unfulfilled or just kind of bored with life. And I don't think either of those things are a good basis for wanting to be in a relationship. Because I think, like, if you really want to be in a healthy, successful relationship, this is across all age groups, you need to be content with being mm -hmm. just your, like, by yourself, like, alone. And only when you're happy with that person can you really be in a good relationship where it's just adding to your life instead mm -hmm. of making up for something yeah, that isn't yeah. there. I think if you're at a point in your life where you feel like you need a relationship, then you should not be in a relationship because it shouldn't be trying to fill up some sort of void, void in your life, but it should be adding a new type of relationship into your life. It shouldn't be replacing something that's not there. And you shouldn't be like desperately dependent on this fact that you have a relationship like, it should, you should be in a place where you are content being single. And I know literally everyone says this, 
but it's so true like you can't be spending all this time and devoting all this time to someone else if you don't feel content in your own life because that's it'll manifest itself manifest itself into just like a bad relationship and also just a bad relationship with yourself yeah because then you'll grow dependent on this other person while simultaneously not liking yourself Mm. and like that's just like recipe for disaster man and also i feel like it's really easy for us to say this and we seem like we're completely okay with being Mm. single at all times and i can assure you like that was definitely not the case yeah like we've definitely felt like the downsides of just being like alone when it seems like everyone else is like in some sort of happy committed relationship where they prioritize their significant other Mm -hmm. and like vice versa and i always thought like maybe it's because there's like something wrong with like i'm not funny enough Mm. that can't be Mm. why would it be that one (laughs) sorry i'm not i'm not caring enough or i'm not like interesting enough or i'm not pretty enough and i realized like a relationship being in a relationship doesn't mean that you're super pretty smart funny it doesn't mean anything about your character you know like you can independently be all those things but it's not because you're in a relationship that those things are true like you are those things by yourself Mm -hmm. a relationship is just you find one person who appreciates and really likes you as a person and you like date them i don't Mm -hmm. know and you know we wouldn't know (laughs) but i realized like me not being in a, a relationship doesn't say anything about me it says everything just about the situation that i just haven't found the right person right now and i think that's really important for like especially like high school girls to keep in mind because i feel like there's just such an expectation or there's this like feeling that if you're not in a relationship you're just not enough mm-hmm. and then there's something wrong with you and i think i've definitely felt that like there were times when i did really want to be in a relationship just to kind of affirm to myself that i was all these things that yeah, i wanted yeah. to be like I don't know, someone think that who thinks I'm pretty or someone who thinks I'm smart or funny, which I already knew I was, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> someone just tell it to you again. No, I know, but I, like, obviously as this relationship was not coming into my life, I was like, Am like, I wow. <laughs> no, I never questioned that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's kind of, like, hard to expect this relationship to to affirm these traits about yourself when you don't really believe them truly because you you place so much of your own identity on whether someone else likes you or not which is not a thing that you should do no not not at all and what else (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry we just have so much to say about relationships you know we're just digging through the archives right now um yeah, I just think, like, okay, wait, we've done a lot of talking down about relationships. We're going to talk them up a little bit, mm-hmm. okay? And we're going to tell you what we think are key components to a happy, healthy relationship. Yes. Okay, first one is three, two, one. Communication. Communication. We said it at the same time. So I think you and your significant other just really need to keep the conversation up, you know? Like, because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you automatically know what the other person is thinking and i feel like a lot of problems i see in my multiple clientele base is because they just don't communicate and i think especially in high school you really it's probably like your first or second or third hopefully not your fourth but no judgment (laughs) relationship and you don't really know what the other person is thinking so i think keeping the dialogue open and the conversation going about how they're feeling checking in on their like mental and physical health i think that's 
like a huge part of having like a successful high school relationship mm-hmm. and i think so many issues come up from people assuming the wrong thing or interpreting something wrong and just not taking the initiative to go communicate with someone which also leads to more like misinterpretation and i think all these problems could so easily be consol- be solved by not only communication but also genuinely listening to this other Mm -hmm. person which Mm -hmm. i know seems obvious like if you're communicating you have to listen but there's a difference between hearing and And listening listening. and applying this other person's words to your own actions hearing hearing is what you do in class yeah listening is what you do to this podcast true (laughs) that was a great analogy but yeah like (laughs) you both both you and your significant other need to develop enough trust in your relationship to know that you guys can communicate and work through your issues together rather than just doing this like weird sort of avoidance also this there's a dog here that looks just like scooby-doo that does not look like scooby-doo it's a blue collar he was just shitting (laughs) on that scooby-doo oh my god that man is picking it up oh poor guy shaggy in 30 years that is too attractive that is Fred. That is hot. That is Fred over there. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yeah. The communication thing. Yeah. Anyways, you got that. That's important. Um, wait, wait, wait. I feel like we should say more about that. Really? Okay, I'm going to move on. Okay, no, you're not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think the second thing is values. Oh. Sorry. Little distra- There's like a ladybug flying around. <laughs> That's just not true, sorry. Okay, anyways. I think the second most important thing is values. And I think, I actually think that's very important. It might be the first one. You and your significant other need to share the same values. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, trust me, it is not going to work out. It might work out for the first few little honeymoon phase. But once you guys actually start experiencing life together and having like real conversations about real issues, which you should be having... And if your values just completely don't align, then no. It's mm-hmm. just not going to work. Unless you guys are somehow just great compromisers or something, and or like the most passive people in the world, most likely it won't work. So mm-hmm. make sure you know exactly who you're getting into a relationship with and see if they align with you more. Yeah. And it's okay if you have disagreements about certain like nuances, but if you have completely different like value values that if if this other person has a value that you would never adopt yourself and you don't believe is right according to your values it's it might be easy to ignore it at first but once you kind of get into this person mm-hmm. more it can be <laughs> <laughs> huh no right no i didn't say stop talking I'm just okay um <laughs> yeah you kind of these these differences come out a lot more and you oh, kind yeah. of yeah become a contention and then they they get harder to ignore when they start popping up more and more often um Um, what's another what's um, another i guess this one is relationship uh like okay it's i know this one's pretty obvious and this is kind of like a basis to even get into a relationship but being comfortable around this person is so important and you shouldn't be i know this is i know this seems like i'm just kind of being really obvious right now but it you shouldn't have to be avoiding acting a certain way or pretending to be a way that you are not 
in order for this person to like you. Like, your relationship should be completely, like, 100% no like, no walls. filter. No yes. filter. No, really. Some filters. Mm. But mostly non-filters. Yeah. Like, you um, shouldn't... Even during the beginning stages, you should not have to be... You shouldn't have to censor yourself. Yeah, you, should like, be have, you shouldn't have to be, like, self-conscious of the way you're acting or the way you're talking and what you say. Because... Even if you do want this to work out, it's not sustainable in the long term. And I know everyone says, like, be yourself. Because it's just, like, it's not Uh, sustainable to... Listen. What? No, our our advice so far is listen. (laughs) Uh, Be yourself. Be yourself. Morally aligned. Awesome. Right? Yeah. It's like a Tumblr post. Mm. (laughs) Alright, why don't you go next? Um, I I had a good one. Oh, yeah. You need to like the person and not just the idea of the mm. person. I see this happening a lot. You can't just be like, hey, maybe I don't really like this person right now. But if I start dating them, maybe I'll like them. No, you need to like them from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the idea of someone versus the actual person are pretty much never the same. Because the idea is some like fantasy made-up version that you have created in your own head. Like That version only exists in your own brain. So if you get into a relationship thinking that this person that you're dating is the person in your head, you are going to be disappointed mm-hmm. and most likely come out of this with a negative experience. Like, I, I unless somehow that person is better than that version mm-hmm. in your head, which is just usually yeah. not the case. That you, It kind of forces you to be realistic in a way as to, <laughs> as to who this person actually is. It's so easy to kind of warp this person's like characteristics into what you want them to be and kind of ignore the ones you don't like that are more undesirable to you and sort of treat this a specific relationship with someone as just kind of just because you want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. which like will always end up in disappointment yeah and, and you know, it's unfair to that person too because yeah. like they might be really just like they putting their best really, foot really forward like you. and if you just are never going to be content because <laughs> they're not the person you have in your head then it's just gonna be like mm-hmm. it hurts both of you yeah and it's it there's always those two sides if any like disingenuous relationship there's the person that doesn't really like this person enough but they do just want to be in a relationship and it's hard for them because they're so stressed about like i don't even think i actually like this person but then there's the other side too where it's like you spent so much time like invested in this person and they and then to find out the whole time that they never really liked you that much and they're kind of just like figuring out what they wanted the whole time yeah exactly yeah so don't don't do that yeah um what else did i want to say are those all the good things in a relationship i guess so well oh and um make time for each other yeah i feel like you should do that hang out or something hang out um maybe take each other out for like nice little date sometimes Mm -hmm. um do you want to talk about red flags yes i think we could talk about no we could okay First big red flag in a relationship. If they are talking about you to their friends in a way that's just, like, objectifying you or putting you in just, like, an uncomfortable position by either, like, like sharing their, like, your, like, personal text messages and conversations or, like, pictures, which is just straight up illegal. Never that's do just, that. That's just Never wrong. share pictures. You know what type of pictures I'm talking about. Or, like, even just, like, talking about the things you do in secret or like in privacy like i just i think that's like absolutely the biggest red flag for me and mm-hmm. 
it just makes it seem like the other person doesn't value that person the other person as like an actual person there's this is very different from your friend your like your best friend texting and be like hey like guess what just happened between me and this person Mm -hmm. like that's one thing and there's another thing for someone to be telling their friends these like really intimate details of their relationship as kind of like an accomplishment which is so that's that's so messed up yeah Yeah, which you like you should not see reaching certain points in a relationship with someone as an accomplishment that you can share or with like your a friends flex or like yeah because that it just shows that you don't value this person on their own and what they like offer to your private relationship and kind of treat it as like i, I don't know what other word to say other than accomplishment but like 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 a something to show off to your friends badge yeah like look what, <laughs> exactly like, look what i achieved oh. also <laughs> There's a difference between telling your, like, texting your best friend and being like, oh my god, I just kissed this person, and telling people the, obviously, like, the more deeper intimate stuff Uh that, especially if you and your significant other had a conversation about how you want to keep it private, Mm -hmm. and if that other person doesn't respect your wishes about serious stuff like this, that's absolutely a red flag. Drop that person on the side of the street and Mm -hmm. drive far, far away. You know, like, you don't need that in your life. If you, like, confide in someone, if if you confide in your significant other with something that you told them that you don't want anyone to know, even if it's not even about your relationship, if maybe it's just about something they're going through on their own, if they're telling other people, that is an immediate red flag. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, that breaks the whole trust of the relationship. Like, this whole red flag kind of points to trust. Yeah. Like, you have to be at a point where you trust that the other person isn't going to like i don't know go like go behind your back and talk about you when you specifically told them that you don't want that and even i feel like there's some things that you shouldn't have to specify Mm -hmm. there's some things that you should not be saying about anyone actually like yeah really like the i don't want to get into it but like the nitty-gritty the, stuff <laughs> the really like detailed parts of your relationship you should not be talking to about any anybody like there's one thing about keeping it vague with your friends and just kind of telling them where you are in your relationship yeah and there's one thing about telling someone about like the really detailed parts about your significant other which is so Especially uncomfortable the and way wrong. you say it like if you say it okay i think i think this is really common amongst high school boys specifically this is, i feel like boys do this a lot where they talk about their girlfriends like for example like body parts yeah or the things they do especially during like intimate, intimate moments, moments. <laughs> with, with like other with like their guy friends and i feel like to and them, like, it's laugh all just, like, about laughs it. and jokes. Yeah. And especially after they break up, guys will literally say the worst thing mm-hmm. behind the girl's back. And I think, like, if any guy did that, I would automatically just completely write them mm-hmm. off. Like, that is just so disrespectful, even if the relationship is over. Because in an intimate moment like that, it's all about trust again. And, like, if you're, if the other person is, like, willing to say these things about you, like, it just means, like, they're in a relationship for completely the wrong mm-hmm. reason. They don't respect you as a person. And again, drop that person on the side of the road and drive far, mm-hmm. far away. And I think that just like you, you're giving up 
so much trust when you decide to be like intimate with someone at this level like the level of a relationship and even after you've broken up the fact that they are willing to just betray all that trust you've put in them that they've probably they haven't put in anyone else during the time that you guys were together hopefully (laughs) if that then that's another thing but that still doesn't justify that you shouldn't do that either way but (laughs) but like i don't know that just breaks so many boundaries and just shows that you don't have like basic human decency or like you don't understand the basics (laughs) (laughs) that about sums it up all right Um, next red flag oh wait i wanted to add one okay sorry sorry same red flag same red flag extension when you guys break up it does not give you or the other person the right to share like intimate details of the relationship like that's not that isn't just being like protected when you guys are in a relationship like that stuff stays between you guys until like both of you are comfortable to talk about it and some stuff like you obviously will just never be comfortable to share to the public and it shouldn't be shared Mm -hmm. sometimes it's actually illegal so yeah and there's one thing like there's one thing of like exposing something that your ex significant other did that was like a genuinely bad thing to yeah. do that's that's a different thing but like it there's a for like, that all just, power to you yeah but if you're just being like petty and you're trying to expose all these unnecessary details about this person to try to just get revenge or i don't even know for whatever reason like that it doesn't make any sense and like just because you're not together doesn't give you the right to say these things exactly about these people okay next red flag um i have one when they don't oh scooby-doo wait no that's a different different dog when they don't (laughs) sorry (laughs) um okay my next red flag (laughs) is when they don't listen to you and i know we talked about this in the communication part before but i want to do everything in reverse (laughs) (laughs) i guess the first and the second part but i'm not communicating (laughs) no no but there's I've seen in our many clients, I've we've seen so many relationships mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. people come to us and they're like, this person did something I didn't like. And we'll be like, okay, so did you talk it out with them? And did you tell them why this hurt you? And they'll be like, yes, but they still continue to do it. And I think that's a huge problem for people because you want to hold on to this relationship. You really like this person, except for this one thing they do or these few things they do. And they're not changing which you can feel so helpless at that moment because you're trying what like all you can do to communicate but if you're if this person is not taking into account what you're saying you're just talking to like a wall these things are like bad things Uh, not like personality traits no 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 no, yeah like if like if you're telling your significant other that something they do is making you. you feel bad yeah or like you want them to stop doing something or start doing something that like is harming your relationship as is and if they don't take that into account that it just feels like they don't really not i don't want to say care but they don't really care enough care enough about you in the relationship as much as really their like position in the relationship if you know what i mean i know what you mean (laughs) cool the question is do you our listeners know what we mean (laughs) Oh, to there are so many dogs wait i was just gonna share my next red flag because i think you summed it up pretty yeah. well okay. um this isn't about one person but this is just the nature of the relationship and that is just 
how invested you become in it because a relationship should never become who you are as a person like if you find yourself spending 24 hours of the day thinking about your relationship then it's a sign that you're too not too invested but invested to the point where you're kind of obsessed with Mm -hmm. it like all your conversations with your friends okay maybe not parents but like all your (laughs) teachers free conversations therapists maybe that makes sense yeah (laughs) should not be about your relationships like you should still have other ways of connecting Mm -hmm. with people like your oh my god oh god he He was running towards us going rogue you if you find exactly like just like your friends for example if you find yourself only being able to connect with your friends when you tell them about your relationship that's a sign that you've kind of lost yourself in that relationship Mm -hmm. because you're no longer able to have actual connections to other people besides that person you're in a relationship with and it's one it's like i keep i feel like i keep saying my points in this way like it's one thing to do this but it's one thing (laughs) but very really it's one thing to be thinking about this person that you love or i don't want to say love for everyone but like (laughs) you might love them you're in like with (laughs) (laughs) you um but yeah it's one thing to be thinking about them and like letting some things remind you of them if you you're out and you see something that reminds you of them and thinking, okay, this person's going to like this. Where am I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. It's one thing to just be reminded of the person it's you one, like. It's one thing to have this person on your mind a lot. But it's a completely, like, different and worse thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> to have this person on your mind all the time. You're really and eloquent they become, people, if you couldn't and tell. And they become the priority in your life. And even when you're enjoying your time with other friends, if you're, like hating being with your friends and you're just waiting to be with this person and like not even just if you haven't seen them in a long time and you're just like oh i like want to see this person no if you think i don't want to be with my friends right now and i want to go be with that person like sometimes it's understandable maybe your friends are being kind of dry but if you have hilarious fun friends (laughs) then you really shouldn't be feeling this Uh way because you should be able to feel happy and content through other aspects of your life besides just your relationship like i feel like this all just circles back to the point where you should be okay with yourself before you're okay with before you like get into a relationship mm-hmm. you know and i think this i think part of this kind of has to do with when you have feelings for someone at first even if you're not in the relationship yet it can be really easy to get like obsessed in a way mm-hmm. and kind of be always thinking about this person but as the relationship goes on it's not sustainable you're not, yeah like you shouldn't be obsessed with this person because it's not gonna you're not gonna be obsessed with this person forever like you need to get a- that is actually marriage <laughs> well uh. I, don't, I don't know if you can say that for all marriages <laughs> oh shit <laughs> but um yeah you should you both should have your other, own separate lives you both need to have your personal lives that are only improved upon when you're together not like your life, on both other. of your lives shouldn't become one life. Oh, please, no, guys, you're in high school. Like, no, like, come on, no. you're 17. 16, Go home. 15, 14. <laughs> 13? 19? <laughs> True. Honestly. Also, if you fear that you're becoming this, simply do the, what's the name of the test? Bechamel? Not the sauce. Bechamel sauce? What's the test? Bechtel? Bechtel? Wait, I'll look it up really Wait, quick. that only applies if you're in a relationship with men. Okay, well... Bechtel. Bechtel. Test. 
Wait, wait, give us a second. Give us B- a second. Hold tight. E- Bechdel. Bechdel. Okay. So basically, it's a test in movies where it counts how many times a woman like, talks about a man mm-hmm. character, like a male's role. But I'm going to put a little spin on it where just count how many times you have conversations with not your significant other. So like your friends, your like family. And count how many times it's about that significant other. And if it's over like... If it's over, like, 5 out of 10, honestly, like, watch out. Like, yeah. You're slightly going into the mm-hmm. obsessive <laughs> Like, it's normal to mention stuff about your relationship to your friends. Like, that's completely fine. Or it's normal to even just... When you're talking about other people in your life, it's fine to bring them up. But it when it gets to a point where it's all you talk about... And, like, it's the only thing that you guys can even have a conversation on. It's, like... It's not good for either of you. I mean, I guess it's more fun for one of you to talk about this person that you like a lot. But the other person, they, like, have, uh-huh. they have no relevance to this conversation. Obviously, obviously, if it's your friend, like, obviously, they're if your friend, like, if I was hearing about your um, hypothetical relationship, uh-huh. I would be like, obviously, I'd be invested. I'd care. But if it was all you talk about to me and you talk about nothing else, you'd I'd be missing get, out on yeah. so many fun conversations uh-huh. that we had. This podcast wouldn't exist. It wouldn't. And like, you kind of lose. That would be a tragedy. <laughs> and if that happens, you lose this connection that you have with those friends because you're not talking about how they're doing or what's going on in both of your lives outside of this other person. Like, you lose the connection that you had with your friends before the relationship even existed, which is really sad. Especially in like, high school where i personally believe friends should be your number one priority Mm -hmm. above school above above parents above extracurriculars above college above party city (laughs) man party city (laughs) (laughs) you mean parties (laughs) oh god sorry we went off the script for a second (laughs) sorry something happened (laughs) Okay, well, there's something in the air right now. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, like, trust me, your friend will eventually start building up some resentment against you. And you don't want that. Like, you don't want you to, you don't want to lose friendships because of a relationship. You don't want your friend. Trust me, no boy, girl, anyone in between. (laughs) Sorry. I was just going to say anyone. But, like, it's worth that. (laughs) Your friend shouldn't be dreading your conversations and, like, to the point where they leave the conversation when you start talking about this person because they know how it goes. Like, I don't know. You have to have relationships with your with other people in your life outside of your one relationship. That was a huge red flag. Wow. See, we but had a I lot feel to like... say about that. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's not even really a red flag in the other person. It's, it's a kind red of flag a in the relationship. Red flag, yeah. Honestly, in yourself. Like, I feel like you can recover from that. Uh, but I just and like... I think the fact that you are so obsessed with this person kind of goes back to my first point, point. about like being content kind of yourself. compensating for something you don't have with this other person as you can tell we're really good at our jobs like yeah what is this psychoanalysis is that what you call yeah. it yeah it is yeah so that was definitely a huge red flag so yeah please perform the bechdel test on yourself if mm-hmm. you feel concerned but it changed men to like relationship relationship yeah. Is there other. any other red flag? Um, yeah. Abuse. If they That's, abuse you, you're out. Okay, you're get, out so fast. Get out so fast. Find help. If. If. What else? Mm. If. Lying. Even if it's about, <laughs> This one's obvious. But even if it's about small things, you should not be lying to your significant other. And I know it's easy to kind of explain why you lied. And it's 
easy for some it feels people justified to forget in the moment, but uh-huh. it's really never justified because like because you're lying, then you have something to hide, and if you have something to hide, then you're doing something wrong. And if if you try to justify it, like no, it's just lying about like little things. Like he just lied one time or whatever. These small lies can easily point to like a bigger issue or like bigger lies behind it, and it comes to a point where you don't know what this person is even like telling the truth about anymore also a really big point if you consider your friends like real close friends with like your genuine interests at heart and if they all really just do not like Mm -hmm. your significant other and they have legitimate reasons consider that a pretty big red Mm -hmm. flag like your friends if you know that they wouldn't be doing this to hurt you your friends can honestly i think see past like like this kind of cloud yeah that you you see yeah like it's it's easy to excuse some behaviors because of your feelings and like your obviously your investment in the relationship but if you have really good friends get closer oh if you have really friends that you trust and you know have i feel like you said this that you know care about you like you should not immediately be writing off these friends just like oh like they're just not supportive or they're like they have first false information try to get them on board but if you really if they really don't agree with the relationship kind of then have like a real conversation with and them and hear them it. out and understand where they're coming from and add your input too like they should also know why you believe that these things are fine or like that you're why you think them. you're you're in a good healthy relationship like obviously don't let them they're not the deciding uh-huh. factors like and the I decision is in you, your hands if you genuinely know this person very well and you know what they're like and you like them and your friends just don't like them for whatever reason as long as they're not doing anything like actually bad then (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) sorry that we just saw a seal oh anyways (laughs) you should still like continue to to prioritize your feelings and your like gut instincts I feel like that doesn't usually happen though like if your friends mm. see something wrong go go hear them out yeah yeah but yeah like i unless you just have like really terrible friends your friends oh, but are, the underlying presumption is that you have good trust oh yeah, yeah don't do this if you don't trust your friends like if you don't trust your friends i'm so sorry <laughs> like oh god yeah. new friends like your friends are not trying to tear your relationship apart or make you feel bad if they are really your, your friends, real friends yeah. so it's really important to hear them out and i think like if if your friends and your significant other have like um what is it beef. tension beef beef have beef then that can cause like a lot of stress for yeah. you even because then you're just put in the middle mm-hmm. and it like yeah oh i have another one um emotional manipulation emotional manipulation is not healthy like no. people who purposely like make their boyfriend or girlfriend like sad or like jealous Mm -hmm. like that is absolutely not okay like you should not be playing with your significant other's emotions you should not be playing with anyone's emotions but if you're trying to use like use anything to change your significant other's feelings to get you to a different goal by lying or manipulating them that is just wrong that is just so insanely wrong Mm-hmm. You were just a bad person no, at that you point. Really are, because you're. If you want, I like how we turned this from 
the person listening <laughs> to this is like the victim to them being the problem. No, really. Well, you. You are the problem. Person. But where was this going? Oh yeah, but in a relationship, you, if you if there's something you want, you should be at a place where you can talk about it and you can tell the other person the truth without trying to twist it around to give yourself pity or to give yourself like I don't know to use this other person's leverage feelings yeah you shouldn't be even using your own feelings to manipulate someone you shouldn't be like oh this is gonna make me really really sad if you do this I know that is literally just abuse like people coercing you to do certain things because they're gonna be like oh I'm so sad if Uh you don't do this oh like I'm so so sad like no, they can use like I'm just using mental health mm-hmm. as an example. Like if they're like if you break up with me, I'll be like so depressed. Like uh-huh. no, that is absolutely not okay. Yeah, it is not your responsibility to keep the other person alive like yeah. that. Like, and I know it feels like a horrible sort of like middle point to be in. Like if you're the only reason this person is doing okay, and if you want to break up with them but you feel like you can't because they said that they need you. It's not, at the end of the it day... It is not your responsibility. Yeah, you you should be... You're only responsible for your own mental health, and this person is only responsible for theirs. And you should not be sacrificing your own values and your own and like, and comfortability just for someone else's supposed safety. I'm not saying that they're lying about this, but... Like, they the need correct to- things to do is go get help for that person. Like, talk to mm-hmm. school counselor, therapist, uh-huh. or not us not we're us. actually not qualified we're for not this, licensed despite but, what you yeah but may think like you you can obviously you care about this person and you should be getting them help and you should be feeling like they're in a place where they're not going to do anything bad but you're not responsible for staying with this person just because they said that it's going to like harm their mental health because that's not your job yeah you're supposed to be Absolutely. getting the same thing out of this relationship as they are. You are not their emotional support, mm-hmm. counselor, like, parent. No. And, like, there are other ways you can be there for them besides yeah, yeah. just being in a relationship. But this, you should not, neither of you should be the only person, only reason that you're, like, doing mentally okay. Yeah. Again, back to the first underlying <laughs> point. You need to be okay with being yes. your, with yourself before you try to get in a relationship. True. Yeah. So, well, although we could talk about this for days, since we actually both have uh, master's degrees mm-hmm. in, in relationships and relationship advice and CEO couples therapy. of relationships. Oh, for real. Uh-huh. For real. So. Founder of e-harmony. We hope that you really got a lot from mm-hmm. this episode. I feel like it could have helped anyone from. Yeah. If you're being, if you're single, I just want to say, like, it's completely okay. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with you. You are not a messed up person. And you don't listen to like, mm-hmm. what's the song like? I like that you're broke. Oh my god, no! Broken that was, yeah. by Lovely the Band. Don't go like listen to those types of songs. Like <laughs> you are not broken. Yeah. You are okay. And at some point, the right person will come along. And if they don't, anytime soon, use this time to work on yourself. And I know, even if you're at a point where you do like yourself there's always more work you can do yeah and work on go your, work on other people mm-hmm. and work on your relationships with your friends do things for yourself like go out and try new experiences things that you wouldn't be really doing if you had this i person. took myself out on a nice little lunch date yesterday after practice and it was honestly great like yeah i did not i didn't hate spending time uh-huh. by myself i think 
getting to the point where you like spending time alone this is a different topic honestly but like like, getting to that point is really such a good feeling and doing things that are pretty traditional relationship things like going to restaurants and eating like food out go with your friends yeah it's literally so fun go with your friends even go alone like take yourself shopping or whatever you don't need to be in a relationship to do the things that you want to do and being in a relationship doesn't make you any better prettier smarter mm-hmm. funnier hotter <laughs> like I don't it know doesn't any say words. that doesn't say anything about who you are also this is like directed towards like teens obviously mm-hmm. but like the world that you're in right now is a very small reflection of the real world so the people you see are most likely like the kids in your school and some like surrounding schools maybe like everyone you have on snap and trust me the world is so much bigger than that Mm -hmm. and the place where you live right now is probably not going to be the place where you spend the entire rest of your life Uh and even if it is like the people you'll see you'll meet are going to be completely different than the people you're surrounded by right now Mm -hmm. and you're going to meet so many different types of people as you continue with your life um like it's so easy to get caught up in this bubble of like high school like you see these same few thousand people every day and it seems like these are all the people that you're going to meet ever but but there's the so much more out there the population and, of seven point something billion uh, people <laughs> and if you think like there's something wrong with me because i can't find one person that i really like out of these like honestly you don't i don't come into contact with all four thousand yeah, people I in my school probably like i've seen probably like 300 yeah and like on a daily basis like, probably like a hundred a few hundred or something like just because i don't have types of connection like this type of connection with one of those people says nothing about me and like my your abilities, abilities to pull <laughs> yes my pulling and also never let someone make you feel inadequate for not uh-huh. being in a relationship like it is not a flex to be in a relationship mm-hmm. it is not a flex to not be in a and relationship it is just an ex- like a state of existence and you're not behind if you haven't been in a relationship yet like if you're a senior in high school and you've never had any sort of experience with the relationships that is completely okay and you're not like behind everyone else because there's always someone who's less experienced than you and there's always someone who's more experienced than you and at some point when you do get into a relationship they should be understanding of the fact that you are or you aren't experienced like you shouldn't feel like behind or underdeveloped yeah. if you <laughs> if you're not if you're not in it's not even me like, I, don't, I don't know underdeveloped like if you're single as a senior like you just spent four years on yourself and yeah, that is you not are, a bad thing are literally fine like you you are great you're probably 17 or 18 you do not need to be in a relationship at this point in your life like it's not i know it make i know high school makes it seem so like normal i think disney channel just gave everyone just yeah. wrong expectations and, like, there's there's no sort of requirement to be at least in like one relationship throughout high school you shouldn't be searching for a relationship to like fill that quota in your mind it is it should, not a check mark on mm-hmm. a bucket list like yes i had my first relationship like mm-hmm. yes i've achieved it's not no it's not anything like that mm-hmm it's just something that happens in your life and it's a type of relationship you develop with people and it's it's not an achievement or an accomplishment and by any means true it is just it is just me. a state, state of existence. existence yeah see we're literally on the same page no, and literally. you should be too yep 
So um, that kind of concludes our episode today. Is that uh-huh. all you had to say? That's all I had to say. Yeah. Um, if you have any, if you want to DM us your like relationship problems or, or literally anything, you, it doesn't not have your relationship to be relationships. problems. If you want to tell us what you had for dinner last night, like we'll listen. We'll listen. We will listen. We communicate with our listeners. We actually will help us build a relationship with, with you. you. And at some point, I know we say this in every single episode. At some point, we do want to do a Q and A episode. So and please, um, we've already gotten a few hundred questions, but, but we just want more. We would love. We more. would like a thousand. So and so, everyone, I challenge everyone listening to this shoot us a question if you are listening to this point i don't care how bad your question is you there are no bad questions and you need every to, question is an opportunity mm-hmm. for learning and so dm us at all talk all talk no action underscore podcast to have your question slash comment featured in an episode even honestly even if it's mean we'll still feature it and you know what? if we get enough every episode maybe we'll do a little thing where we like Say one at the end of each episode. Nah. <laughs> Shut up. We need to discuss that idea. We can't make any promises. We might not get enough questions. So we'll have to <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. Shut up. We already have a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. We are. This done. is a really fun episode to film, and I would say we're getting better at this whole. I podcast think we are. Feel, so. Honestly, let us know how we're doing. Yeah. Please be honest, but don't be mean because we don't like that. We will just ignore your mean comments. We will. So continue to. Throw some nice comments, some compliments in our DMs. Tell us how you like our voices. And especially if you want um, relationship advice, we literally got you. We like, will. We are literally certified by the board of, of relationships. CEO of relationships. No, we are the CEO We are the CEOs. Okay. But we're certified. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, this is All Talk No Action Podcast, and we'll see you next we'll catch you, you can hear from us next week. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. <laughs>